You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts. One and only Adele Dazeen. Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast. Oh, man, we're doing a new one? No. Let's do an old <laughs> <Yeah>, one. Yes. <laughs> All new content that is breaking right now. It's broken. That you'll get a week from now. Yeah. My but name's Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. Hey, I'm Seth. Guys, I wrote a thing. We mentioned it before. Oh, you won't shut up about it. I know. I keep bringing it up every episode. <laughs> oh, it's finally done. And He makes fun of me when I plug my blog. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Blow words, blow words. This is, what do we call this? Poo, poo blog. <laughs> uh, anyway, that... Story I was hinting about. I wrote it in the last couple of weeks and got it out of my system, posted it on Facebook. I shared it from the Kapow page, so it's there mm-hmm. if you want to read it. I read it. Cliff read it. Jordan read it. I would recommend you read it because it's, it's very personal to Seth. It's a family story, but it also... It, it, you know, it reads like a you know a mystery or a historical mm-hmm. thriller. He's searching for clues, and the way it all kind of ties together at the end is very satisfying to read. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I have gotten some great feedback for, from it. It was good to get it out of my system, but it was actually it was very rewarding the all the messages I got from friends and family. So I appreciate everybody's comments. And if way you, more than ever talks about our podcast. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is exactly right. So we should uh, become like a historical <laughs> blog. <laughs> we should take, we should record the podcast and then have it transcribed so people could read it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And a hundred yeah. years from now, right. your great great grandkids will unearth that's it. Right. Basically, it was just a extremely crazy events that unfolded. So it was know, pretty crazy. I don't know what to say. Yeah, it it's crazy. The, it's the craziest thing that ever happened to me in my life. And I <laughs> wanted to get it on paper and put it out there. So man, I feel better. And we saw the proof tonight that it really happened. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so And it's a feel good story. In this day and age of ne- negative news and maybe, you know, too much down in the dumps. Yeah. You yeah. can be uplifted by a positive feel good story. Yeah, so please check it out if you would like. It's a it's a slightly long read. It's I mean, sit down, get you a drink. It, you know, you'll probably be done within the hour. There's pictures. There is pictures. That's the bonus. Mm-hmm. I, I got. That's I had, why I read I, it. I, I want to yeah, thank everybody though. This is a this was a team effort because I I was like I told I I said okay I need to get all these guys involved. I said. I said, Jordan, I need the red pen. I need you to fix because when I'm writing was writing it, I could care less about punctuation. You know, I I, I was just like, I don't. I could tell. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I was just like, I just was writing with the feel of it, so I knew, you know, so I knew my ellipses were all over the place, <laughs> and and uh, 
but anyway, yeah, so I, I, he, he read it. He gave me great feedback. I sat there and meticulously went through and tried to fix all the things he said. And it improved it incredibly. And then I took it to Michael, and he, I said, I need to involve Cliff. I need him to read it. I'm going to need some pictures. And I said, Michael, <laughs> I need, I'm going to add these pictures. I need, I need you to, you know, get this in a format that people are going to be able to read it on Facebook. And I need, it printed out, and he's got, of course, a million printers from all his printing companies, and <laughs> and I got it done. And that every, you know, it's great. So it's done, and I want to thank everybody for their help. I did have to instruct my wife when, she, as she I started to read it, she was like, "Well, I don't understand this," and I had to explain. Oh, this is a movie quote. Right. <laughs> this is where it's from. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and. Say I have a condition. I have never written anything that I did not include movie quotes. It's impossible for me to do it. So I, of course, included it all through it. It made it just. I felt it organically felt right to me. So anyway, enough about that. Read it if you'd like, and if you you know enjoyed it, please let me know because that is always fun to hear that people enjoyed your work. Um. And rate him five stars on That's iTunes. right. Yeah. My name is The Kapow Podcast. <laughs> um, what else, guys? Uh, hmm. I had a rough start to the day this morning. Uh-oh. I, uh, of course, it, it's, it's Friday, Friday evening right now, but Friday morning I got up and got ready for work and <clears throat> headed out the door and... I thought, man, as I usually do, I'm going to stop here at the local gas station and uh, maybe pick up a donut and something to drink. And I uh, I'm, I parked the car right out front and reached into the center console to grab some cash. And when I did that, I laid my keys on the fr- on the passenger seat and then proceeded to get out of the car. And thinking, I was like, thinking donut, donut, yeah. Donut. <laughs> I was on a mission. (laughs) And as I got out of the car, I hit the old lock button on the door and uh, went in and and got my stuff at the gas station and paid for it and came out and reached in my pocket and went, oh, you got to be kidding me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I look in the car. Were the the store keys on that same keychain? Of course they were. (laughs) So I'm standing there. I've got it's like 30 minutes before I got before the store opens, and I'm I'm standing there like, oh, what am I gonna do? I know my wife is probably at a job site two or three hours away, right? And so I thought, well, I'll call at, at my store. There's only me and one other guy. We work together. And I thought well, he was off. It's his day off, and I so I thought, man, I hope he's up. So I called him. Pretty sure I probably woke him up. And explain the situation. I was like, I can't, I can't get to the store and I can't get in the store. And he's like, <laughs> luckily he just lives over in Williamstown right across the bridge. So he, uh, he bailed me out, came and picked me up and, uh, took me down to the store and, and let me in with his key. Um, until, uh, luckily my wife was only about 25 minutes away and 
she came later in the day, stopped at the gas station, got my keys out for me. So she, they both rescued me. So old Jeremy's probably going to get uh, free lunch tomorrow on me. Hey, he <laughs> Leftover like donuts. <laughs> sounds like a reliable guy. Has he ever done any podcasting? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. This probably requires a fancier seat than we have to offer. It has to be some sort of pillow top. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, some kind of special memory foam line chair. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so. right. Well, I, I I can't fault you for that. I have. It's been a long time, but I remember multiple times locking myself out of a running vehicle. Ugh, Ugh. that's worse. even worse, man. You're just sitting there like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just kind of hanging out in the parking lot there for about fifteen minutes, just, you know. Like, lock my keys in the car. It only happened to me one major time when I the store was in the 2nd Street location, and I had somebody work for me, and I realized I didn't tell him, oh, don't do the deadbolt when you leave. Just do mm. the nut. Like I, so they locked it, and I only had key to the knob and not the <laughs> deadbolt. So I couldn't get in my own store. And I had to come from, like, the other side, go upstairs, go back downstairs from the other side and come in, like, this back door that was locked as well. <laughs> but it had a, uh, like, a little slide lock on mm. it. And as the manliest thing I ever did, I knocked down the door. I put my shoulder into it and <laughs> broke the broke the lock open. Wow. Ooh. That's exciting. Uh, okay. So what are we talking about? Comic-Con. Happening and, right uh, now. Yeah, this weekend is San Diego Comic Con, or as it's known, Comic Con. <laughs> um, so, as I said, it's Friday night. The events are only half, less than half over. There's been a ton of news. Every five minutes, there's a new headline out. So, we're going to get to some of them. We're not going to get to a bunch of them. So, forgive us, but I'm sure you're, you're going to see a lot of stuff over the next couple of days, and we don't want it to be, you know, old news. So. Oh, the hottest topic today was streaming a certain trailer that came out. So let's cross the streams. There's something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the streams. So the first thing I saw come out was the Titans trailer. Ugh. Yes. From the new <laughs> DC <laughs> streaming service. <laughs> that made it immediately. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we got, uh, we got some numbers for the first time. What mm-hmm. this is going to cost us. A yearly fee oh, of nice. $74.99. Or you can do a monthly subscription for this 70 This is, we got the answer, right? I'm sorry, I got interrupted. <laughs> I, I asked this question on multiple episodes. What was, the, what would Cliff have to pay for this? Yes. That was, that was the, Disney. That was the Disney service. Oh, that's, this is, that's di- oh, this is DC. Yeah, yeah, that's the same thing, DC. Or you can do it just monthly for seven ninety nine. Hmm. And they've, they've announced you're going to get all the stuff we've talked about, the new shows, the streaming comics, uh, including some classic stuff, Christopher Reeve, Superman, Linda Carter, Wonder Woman, the Fleischer Brothers, Superman serials, like the classic oh, yeah. ones from the 40s. Uh, some of the more recent animated films like Batman Ninja and The Dark Knight. Early seasons of Batman Brave and the Bold. Justice League animated. Batman Beyond. Uh, and it includes these, uh, the demo they showed at Comic-Con. Also included selections of Batman the Animated Series, Static Shock, 
Lois and Clark, The Adventures of Superman, Constantine, The Adventures of Superboy, and more. So, hmm. if the new stuff isn't to your liking, maybe yeah. you'd check out the older stuff. But yeah, that- I don't know. I didn't hear of the arguments I saw about and. Pro and con Titans, it was about 75-25 of yeah. dislike to give it a chance, you guys. <laughs> yeah, I was highly, I, I was really excited when we first, when we got our first glimpse of, the, of a couple of the costumes. We saw the Robin costume that looked great, the Hawk and Dove costumes that looked great. Um, there's rumors that we're going to have Donna Troy and Jason Todd, a whole bunch of great DC characters. But then this trailer hit, and it was just so, I don't know. I don't want to say gritty, but dark. Well, he doesn't say profane. Ho- ho- holy shnikes anymore. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Robin yeah, is just, really, it just seemed like such a stunt Yeah, for him so to, disappointed. to do that. I thought the guy like looks right. Yeah. Costume's fine. He looked kind of young and not like super yeah. muscular, and he looked like an acrobat. Yeah, I mean, he needed to be that that yeah. type of body type and stuff. I, it just went haywire. For, I instantly was like, "Yeah, I'm not watching this." Mm-hmm. And, and it it just sucks because it's Titans. Teen Titans is supposed to be fun and and that's what I mean. It, it's uh, the opposite depo- yeah, of such, what you think they would right, do. Right, such that. a departure even from the Justice League. They you went know? full Arrow. Right. (laughs) I think part of it is uh, Teen Titans Go, the animated show, which has been around a long time. Kids love it. But I hear real negative stuff about it from a certain segment of fandom who are Mm. like, they ruin the Titans. It's too silly. It's too funny. Mm. It's too goofy. I I don't want any part of that. And it's like, I don't know if DC heard that and was like, oh, you want, (laughs) you don't like fun or colorful, do you? Have we got a show for you? You know, you know that. Show that's been on a really long time that the kids absolutely love. We're gonna ruin it. So <laughs> don't sugarcoat it for us. It might end up being a fine show, but it just it's not it's not what I'm looking for. I, I believe Cliff said, you know, like Legends of Tomorrow is the only yeah what you'd even describe as a fun DC right. show at the moment. That is even Flash is misery and death and right. the world's coming to an end. It's it's there, there's very little. Lightness and and humor in these shows, and this just cranked it. Oh, we're allowed to be mature. We're allowed to curse. We're allowed to show violence. <laughs> let's, let's do, do it all. Let's do all the violence <laughs> and all the curse words. Yeah, I wish we would do all the curse words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely. That was my example that I used when we were talking the other day. Was I love Legends of Tomorrow because it's so fun and silly, and you know we've talked. A lot about the last season, the finale last season with Bebo, and uh, I looked. Uh, I was on Twitter today and F saw Bebo. <laughs> <laughs> I was on Twitter today and uh, <laughs> that was where that was. <laughs> Katie Lotz that stars on that show had retweeted the Legends of Tomorrow's writers' room. They have their own Twitter page. And she'd retweeted, and it was a picture of somebody dressed up like Bebo driving a car to San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> Give me more of that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm i interested in the Swamp Thing series. I'm a huge Swamp Thing fan. Mm-hmm. So if that was that tone, I'd be all for it. 
So I, I'm really curious to see what we get from that, but I, I'm not going to plunk down seven ninety nine a month for this service just based on the, the what I saw tight. Now they also announced a live action Star Girl series that kind of piqued my interest um, enough to get it. I don't know. When I mean, I'm gonna try it a month. Yeah, yeah sure. When does it start? Uh, the fall. Yeah. Well, yeah, we need you to try it. You're yeah. the only one that's gonna. Pony up for it, so Just to get that content. Yeah. That's right. We gotta be able to talk about. It. We want to hear could, about it. You could share your password. Exactly. Ooh, when you're yeah. too busy, you know. Yeah. Working uh-huh. all the time. Huh? Working. Setting Getting up Saturday morning. Working donuts. Locking my keys in my car. <laughs> uh, the only the other big DC thing I saw was Young Justice, the animated uh, series that started on Cartoon Network. That might get people to actually pay because right. there's people who love that show and really wanted more of it so that could be the bigger selling point for right. a lot of people mm-hmm. yeah so young justice was a big hit in our house they did two seasons um the first one was building the team younger heroes then they did a time jump of like five years if i remember right and uh, had this epic season two and now season three they just debuted the trailer and it's going to be young justice outsiders is the, the actual title of the season and uh, we've got um, a lot of our old heroes, and they've brought in a lot of new heroes for the show. Younger Static Shock and Spoiler, and uh, just a, there's going to be a lot of um, Geoforce and probably Terra, I would assume. But uh, a whole new plot plot line. Darkseid is confirmed for the for the series, and Vandal Savage is going to come back. So a lot of people are probably really excited about this more so than Titans. Streaming, yeah, more uh, Disney. Tell us all about the Disney news. Big Disney news, streaming. <laughs> what would that be? Clone Wars. Oh, that's Star Wars. <laughs> we have a different bumper for that. <laughs> what? We're in streaming, and this is the Disney okay, streaming right. service selling point. Um, Star Wars Clone Wars, they're bringing it back. Dave Filoni strikes again. <laughs> now I didn't realize there was never closure to it. It just got canceled. It, it they took it off Cartoon Network. It was canceled, and then they brought it back to Netflix. It said I, the thing I read said there were a few episodes that didn't get aired, so they just yeah. they put those on Netflix. But it still didn't end the story or get you to because you know, it was set the between point. episodes what two and yeah. three. Yes, so it didn't quite get, get you, you to, to that three. point. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so this was a huge announcement. Which, again, fans are like, we never got closure. We don't know what happened to Anakin. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. you kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people are saying there's so many Star Wars fans still ticked off about The Last Jedi and, and the Solo movie that they're using this as a ploy to bring back all the Star Wars fans. We're going to give you what you want. How dare they? I know. Give Give fans what they want. It's insane. Crybabies. Um, <laughs> that's cool. Whatever show, if it's a popular show, it's always cool when you're like, when you thought it was over, mm-hmm. to think that, wow, it is coming, yeah. coming back from I, But I feel like they're almost doing that too much. Mm. Because it used to be, when it was over, it was over. You mm. had to deal with it. But now fandom entirely <laughs> is like... Oh, they canceled my show after two episodes. Let's petition. Let's get it yeah. on Netflix. Let's get like I want the Snyder Cut of Clone yeah. Wars. <laughs> we all have hope now. Where we, in certain cases, we should not have hope. 
or we have expectations or demands. Like, ah, that was my favorite show. Someone should play it. Like, instead of just getting over it and moving on, we right. hang on to these unhealthy obsessions. <laughs> well, I'm glad you weren't there to answer Leia's call for hope. You're like, <laughs> F you, Batman. I would Go away. <laughs> I would have booed Dave Filoni. <laughs> like, <laughs> We want new Filoni. We don't want to retread Filoni. <laughs> what else? What's the more exciting <laughs> Comic Con news? Hey, well, we can't. Are we love? What are we talking about? Glass trailer. I'm talking about it. <laughs> Streaming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we usually have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> to Facebook, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me what bumper you want, and I'll play that damn thing. Wait, I have more streaming. Okay, do that. Castle Rock. Okay. Isn't that, I think it's a Hulu show. I think it is. It's the Stephen King show set in Castle Rock, which is a city in, in many of his books. And basically they are kind of just giving out little tidbits. It's coming out very soon. And the creators... Confirm that it will be an anthology series, which I get the feel it's going to be something like American Horror Story type mm-hmm. show that changes each season. Yeah. Covering not just a different story, but different type of Stephen King story, because he has all different kinds of stories, and he he's a genre unto himself. Like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, he, he has such an expand, a huge library, and... His fans will be happy to see all the different kinds of stories they tell. Season one has has like a Shawshank feel set in present day. And, but the second season's probably gonna go a totally different direction. Maybe be like a monster 70s type show. But anyway, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I don't, I don't well, know. you're a big Stephen King. Yeah, I, yeah. I am. In fact, I, I'm throwing this out there. I think there's been so much Stephen King news that at some point soon, we're going to have to have Justin Lowe on here, and we're just going to talk Stephen King for an episode because there's so many projects coming out. Yeah, that we're just going to really deep dive in here. I'm sure he knows things that he is our official. Stephen he is King the official, actually. exactly. He's no mayor. He's not like a. He doesn't hold like public office, but if there was, yeah. I guess his in official capacity, as far as the podcast goes, he is mayor of Castle Rock. How's that? <laughs> I like it. So, so that. Um, I don't know what else. There was some Iron Fist stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, you said there was a, yeah, a Iron trailer. Fist season two in the Yellow Mask, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, we didn't actually. Yes, yes, you are. There was a, a picture that came out of. Danny Rand fighting uh, Davos, and they both have the yellow mask on. I think it's some sort of uh, flashback, uh, it was my guess. But I did watch the trailer. Um, it was very short, just a teaser, where Danny is, you know, cleaning up crime in the streets of Manhattan, and we get a little Iron Fist action. Um, but, uh, of course, season one wasn't very well received. I thought it was okay. Um, but a lot of folks had a problem with with the actor's portrayal of, of Danny Rand. Um, I will say this. Uh, if you haven't watched Luke Cage Season 2, um, I believe it's Episode 10 
Iron Fist makes a uh, an appearance and does the full episode, and he is much more likable in that one episode, I think, than he was all of season one. So they've definitely made some changes to the character itself, and uh, I I really felt for the better. It really helped. It really gave um, the Luke Cage story a, kind of a boost there at that episode 10 because it was starting to get a little long, you know how they do. And yeah. There was a few episodes too many. I, I, I have heard some good things about the yeah. season, though. You know, yeah. So, yeah, I was a little interested, and I heard there was an episode with him. It wasn't bad. It, it was I, – I highly – I'm not even a Marvel guy. I highly enjoyed that episode. I thought it was a lot of fun. Cool. How they played off each other. I may other. check it out. Yeah. Um, that was very musical. <laughs> I was waiting for you guys to harmonize. <laughs> well, I am checking out Schmomo News on Facebook. Boom! Look them up. Follow friend, them. friend of the podcast. S C H M O M O. Best Captain Marvel around. Schmomo News. She has been on the ball covering everything from Comic Con. So if you don't follow all these pages and. Have your finger on the pulse. She does and has just been sharing all the news from Comic-Con. Does work for you. Yes. Us. Yes. <laughs> That's a free sponsorship opportunity. <laughs> so let's do some TV because there's some interesting TV news. Oh, cool. Hello, Dolores. What the hell is a sticky maple? Run. Very run. That's what I do. I drink. And I know things. Go get him, Supergirl. Well, what this guy look like, anyway? Oh, he's a little guy, kind of funny looking. Uh-huh. In what way? Oh, just in a general kind of way. Exterminate! Little pig, little pig! Let me in! These violent delights have violent ends. That's what she said. I don't know about you guys, but we love Bob's Burgers at my house. <laughs> <laughs> you could have asked me. I've got seventeen things out of a hundred things. <laughs> what could what could Cliff say next? The and Bob that is not yes. on my list. I'm I'm excited by it. <laughs> Go on. The Bob's Burgers movie 2020. Wow, I did not hear this. Okay, that's TV. I guess. Yeah, kind of was a TV. That's what I had. <laughs> No, actually, um, there was a new trailer for the new Lady Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, silent laughs don't work, but I couldn't breathe. <laughs> Odin doesn't like a Lady Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, so uh, she's out there now. We've got our first glimpse of... Uh, yeah, I, I don't like her stupid pants. <laughs> So when everybody starts complaining about her on Doctor Who, I want to go on record as saying I don't like any Doctor Who's. <laughs> well, I happen to like Doctor cool. Who. Cool. And and I like her little suspenders with the pants. She reminds me of Robin Williams on Mork. Yes, on, she uh, is very Mork for Mork. Yes. Nanu Nanu. <laughs> what Drinks I think her of. milk through her fingers, puts yes. it right down in the glass. I hope sets, she. I hope she, on her head. I hope the TARDIS transforms into a big egg. Oh, that would be awesome! <laughs> I would watch. You let me know. No, so it's uh, we're getting more ramping up for the new Doctor Who. I'm excited. When does it start? I have no idea. All right, <laughs> we'll let you know. <laughs> Speaking of ladies, we're getting more Buffy. Yeah. Oh, what's Josh. going on with? I saw a picture. 
Yeah, Joss Whedon's going to come back. I don't think he's going to be super involved, but he said he's executive producing a reboot, which, as the show wound down, they, you know, into every generation, the Chosen One is born. So it used to just be one person had the power of the Slayer, but as the show went on, the power got spread out to a lot of people. So you could do a next generation type thing with a new younger Slayer, or you could reboot it from the beginning. How I don't know what they're going to do, but uh, they said they're going to cast a young African American girl to play the main character. So hmm. I guess if you're you wouldn't call it Buffy, would you, if it is a new character? Yeah. I thought you were going to say like, if it was a black character. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'm going to have to call him out. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, I'm just saying, your name's like Karen, the Buffy. You know, Karen. <laughs> well, I don't think it'd be Karen. Karen <laughs> Buffy, Cole, the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> well, I'm not going to be making Guardians either. Let's uh, let's just let that be. We haven't done much research, we'll say. We're going off mostly headlines. Here's the deal. We were highly counting on the return of one former podcast member. And since he's been gone for ten weeks now, we thought he would ha- just be full of stories. Previous. He could, he could tell his tales of the road and... And his, you know, in, in a way only he can do. And uh, Tales of the Road. <laughs> You're really looking off in the distance. No, I don't. Uh, there was something there. There was a yeah. pun or something. <laughs> there was something there. No, I... This isn't worth starting because I can't remember what he said. But he stopped in today and he said some word that started with an S. But he put a schwa in it. <laughs> that sounds right. Like he, he now he pronounces everything like schwa. to that schwa sign or whatever. Like yeah, put a schwa. Yeah. But that's uh, I wish I remember what he said. Yeah. Oh well, he says plenty. <laughs> that guy, bread guy. Yeah. He also called the actor Michael Duncan Clark. <laughs> <laughs> So I get a little personal oh, I'm performance. Jealous. I am jealous that our listeners wow. don't. I've heard of this guy. <laughs> a lot of uh, Walking Dead news because Comic Con. You know, the last what five six years, of Walking Dead has ruled Comic Con. So we got a, a teaser trailer for season nine. We got Alpha, the character from the comics, has been cast officially. Andrew Lincoln is leaving after this year. So, I mean, there's just been a lot of Walking Dead news. Yeah, how do you, wait, how do you think that's going to happen? Like, what's, have you heard anything? Well, the easiest way is to kill him off, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that story I would see why. That has to be it. Yeah. But I don't know how. I hate that we already know it's going to happen. Yeah, Yeah. that really ruins the season for it. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll do something else. Maybe they'll, you know, he does the sad Hulk music. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I was thinking. He's going to be thumbing it down yeah. the road. Because, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how anyone gets a happy ending unless yeah. it is you leave him at Alexandria, you know, gardening mm. and growing this mm. community, and we start following other people as they leave or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. Unless you leave him behind, still alive, that's the only chance he would have at a happy conclusion. But yeah. quit, quit while you're ahead, Walking Dead. Um, Too late. <laughs> yeah, also uh Star Trek. Star Trek, as yeah. one would say. Um <laughs> I saw the first picture of Captain Pike. They recast the Captain Pike role from of course the original series, the original pilot. And I do uh, not know Star Trek. Okay. 
Well, Captain Pike was the captain of the Enterprise before Captain Kirk. Whoa! That sounds very original. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. is this in an early it's all It's all right there, guys. I mean, if, if it was that? good in like 1966, it's, so it's good now. So, in one of the very early episodes, there's a different captain? Is that what you're, you're In the pilot. Me? In the pilot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's become a kind of a cult favorite. They've done backstories. Oh, and, you know, like okay. they've, they've fleshed out who he is. In the, in it's the, like a whole in the JJ, trilogy. yeah, when JJ Abrams rebooted Star Trek, okay. he included um, Captain Pike in in that first. Oh. Well, actually, the first. So it was an Easter egg for it, people that knew. Maybe about. in all of them, but yeah. he he's he starts out as captain of the Enterprise, mm. and then um, spoilers in. <laughs> If you haven't seen those movies in ten years, okay. uh, <laughs> he gets captured and hurt, and then take you know he becomes he gets promoted, uh-huh. and then Kirk ascends to the throne there. So cool. Yeah, I've never heard of it. <laughs> and I saw an article talking about how Batwoman is going to be integrated into all the CW shows, and I feel like I missed the original article that was like, "Hey, there's going to be a Batwoman." So. What's going on there? I think she's coming to Arrow. Oh, is what it is. Okay. Yeah, they're going to introduce. There's been a couple hints over the years um, of Gotham and Batman in Arrow. Of course, you know the it's not the Ollie Queen we know. He's very a, very much a Bruce Wayne type character in that in that show. Um, but yeah, they're going to. I guess as a you know something to keep the show moving forward. They're going to introduce Batwoman somehow. So. Um, I was a big fan of the Batwoman comic when the new 52 came out. It was one of, it, it may have been their best one they really had through that run. So I'm just sitting here thinking, will I watch Arrow? <laughs> right. <laughs> Is Batwoman enough to get me to watch Arrow? Well, that's probably what they're counting on. It certainly isn't going to be Wild Dog that keeps me watching. <laughs> <laughs> He just puts his phone down. No information. I watched a new show this week. Last week, actually. Okay. And I I said this. The minute I started watching it, it just screamed Michael to me. Bobcat Goldthwaite's Misfits and Monsters. Which I saw a little <laughs> teaser for it. Huh? Who? Screamed what? It screamed Michael to me. Remember, if there's, we used to know uh, this guy. Oh, yeah. And he loved Michael. <laughs> He loved really weird shows like Blood Drive and stuff. Oh like that. yeah, yeah, I know. That feels like forever ago. Yeah, yeah. that was a different life. <laughs> yeah. So True TV, which that channel is becoming some of Isn't my must that watch. The Impractical Jokers, Impractical channel? Jokers, Adam ruins everything. NCAA tournament. <laughs> <laughs> what was the one with the? Uh, Oh, spicy pepitas? Yeah. <laughs> spicy pepitas! <laughs> that show. Amy Sedaire. At home with Amy Sedaire. Oh, yeah. This one's rough. Yeah. <laughs> We're really going to have to work the best. We're going to use a lot of drops. <laughs> a lot of sound effects. Pure beaten girl! <laughs> <laughs> One of zany things clips. Uh, I feel like I lost. I locked my brain in the card this morning. So if you remember Bobcat Goldthwait, the comedian from Police the Academy. Police Academy movies and many other things, uh, in recent years he's become more of a writer director and makes 
very oddball, low-budget indie films, including a very good Bigfoot movie, probably the best horror Bigfoot movie ever made called Willow Creek, kind of a found footage movie of these two young uh, a young couple going out into the woods. They're Sasquatches? Kind of documenting the Bigfoot <laughs> phenomenon. I really thought that's what he was going to say. It's, it's a young couple of Sasquatches. No. Who, what, what idiot would write a story from the perspective of a Sasquatch? <laughs> from the perspective of a Sasquatch. <laughs> so, yeah, Bobcat has an interesting sense of humor. And a, I, I, I've, I've liked you know, some of the films I've seen of his. Um, so this is, he's not in it at all. He just wrote and directed the episodes. And it's just, it's an anthology. Each one's different. Uh, the first one starred Seth Green as a voiceover actor on a kid's cartoon. And he started being like haunted by the character he voiced. Cause he voiced him really dumb. And he was always the butt of the joke. And the character didn't like that. So it was like haunting him and showing mm-hmm. up. And only he could see it. And it got really weird and dark and violent. Does anybody else think he he started directing stuff because he didn't want to do that dumb voice anymore? Probably, <laughs> probably, yeah. Through his through his, you know, his hurt his uh, voice after thirty years. Of right. And the second episode this week was David Keckner, the comedian from Anchorman and a lot of those movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was set in the seventies. The, the Office. Oh yeah, Packer. Todd Packer. Yeah, Packer. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was set in the seventies, and he's a used car salesman. That uh, gets uh, drafted to run for president because he's a straight shooting guy from the heartland, and we need some more like that. And uh, they're like, "Now, is there any dirt we can dig up?" He's like, "Well, I cheated on my first wife. Oh, that's what first wives are for." Ha <laughs> ha. What else? Uh, I'm a werewolf. Eh, we can work with that. So it's <laughs> so he the, we elect a werewolf president of the United States, and all the voters are like, "We need more werewolves in the Oval Office." <laughs> our enemies won't mess with us and stuff. So I said, uh, each one has been hor- horror, but mixed with comedy. And uh, they, some of the actors, uh, Dave Foley is going to be in one, Danny Pudi, Michael Ian Black, and what I'm most excited for, Melissa Joan Hart is going to be in an episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Because she's not made anything lately except those weird Cameron, Kirk Cameron movies. <laughs> so, to see her do something weird and twisted, I will very much enjoy. Hey, I watched the show. Hey, so you picked this phone back up. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I watched. The sh- I'm watching a show on HBO. I've seen a couple episodes so far. Uh, called Sharp Objects. It's based on a book by I don't know whether it's Jillian or Gillian Flynn. Did it, wrote Gone Girl, I think. Um, I mean, this is a, a book's been out for, you know, at least 10 years, I think, but, uh, starring Amy Adams, um, it's got the girl that played, like, Beth, is her name, in It, the It movie. Um, oh, Beverly. Oh, is that right? Okay. I, I believe think, it. Yeah. Um, anyway, she, and when you see them next to each other, it's, she, they look very, she looks like a young Avian. She can join that group of like six actresses. <laughs> right. All look the same. Right, yeah. Ilsa Fisher. Yeah, yeah. Ilsa <laughs> Fisher, uh, Jessica Chastain, and so on. But, um, it's really good. And, uh, I think it's like Mark Jean Valet is the director and he's had some really good ideas that it, he's added. I listened to an interview with, um, Gillian Flynn and it, it was, 
it's very interesting. Uh, Amy Adams, I've always kind of liked. I don't never been over the moon about anything she did, but she does a really good job in this. It kind of creates a character out of the town that it's taking place in, and uh, it, it's just it's just really good. Uh, another quality HBO show. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm enjoying that. You guys should watch that. I watched. Um it was it was in the American Masters series, which I believe was PBS. Um, I actually I should have mentioned this earlier. I actually watched it on Netflix, but it was called This Is Bob Hope. Kind of a okay. kind of a doc piece just about Bob Hope. And other than you know, I remember Bob Hope as a kid, and Man, when he would do. His, I always remember him just as an old guy. Well, yeah, but when when I was a kid. He would have his one-hour specials. I remember. I remember the college football special and there, just stuff like that. Just every once in a while would come on. But it was it was actually it was pretty interesting and it, it had Conan O'Brien on a big part of it and Kermit the Frog, um, which was interesting. Kermit the Frog giving his opinion on Bob Hope um, and Billy Crystal and uh, just a you know a lot of some older comedians. Um, and it just took you through the life of Bob Hope. Of course, he was he was born in London, and uh, as a young child, they his, they moved to Cleveland, Ohio. So he was a Cleveland guy. I didn't know that. At one point, he owned the Cleveland Indians. I didn't oh, know that. Yeah, yeah, I remember something about. Yeah, that. but uh, um, he he actually later on in life he amassed this great fortune from investing in in property in California in the forties and fifties and. And, uh, was like the richest guy in Hollywood at one point. But, um, you know, it was interesting to hear people like Conan O'Brien that really, that they all kind of credit him for like inventing stand-up comedy to a point. Um, that's, of course, that's what he was known for. You know, he wasn't this great actor. He probably could have been at one point, but, um, he started, you know, started in, in like vaudeville and then moved to Broadway, was a big Broadway star and then to radio and he had his own radio program. And then eventually they got it, you know, and then he, he was in pictures, uh, or movies from like the 1930s on was a huge star. Yeah. You couldn't just do one thing back then. No. Movie stars all had to sing and dance and yeah. be able to tell a joke and. Yeah. And of course, you know, his, his timing, his comedic timing is what made him so famous. Um, but you know, I remember those one hour specials and they always played. You know that song. Every, when he when he came on Johnny Carson, they always played that "Thanks for the Memories" song, and I never knew why. That was his theme song, and it was actually from a. Uh, it was written for him for a movie he was in way back in like the late '30s, and it, and it just followed him throughout his career. And he when he started during World War II, when he when he uh, started going and doing like weren't USO shows yet, but uh, when he started. Going to the front lines and they're entertaining troops and, and, you know, how much he meant to those soldiers who a lot of them, you know, that was the last entertainment they ever had and did that his whole life, even through Vietnam when he got, to, he got to a point in, in Vietnam where he, he couldn't understand, um, why half the country didn't support the war, didn't support the troops. And, uh, that was a, you know, he was looked on as, Almost like, hey, the world has passed him by. He's that older generation. Um, but he kept doing it. And he did it, you know, all the way up until like, I don't know, I think the last TV special he had was in 91 in like Desert Storm. But, um, 
I remember watching those, those road movies, him and Ben Crosby. Oh, yeah, Ben Crosby. Road to Morocco and Bali <laughs> and all that. And, you know, he's, he's a funny guy. Absolutely a classic comedian. I mean, I, I always knew him from the USO, you know, mm-hmm. thing. And that he was some sort of old movie star, and he had the one-hour special. So that was like appointment television back then. If it was a Bob Hope special, right. that was you know everybody was tuning into that. Right, for sure. right. And the man, him and his wife couldn't have children, so they adopted four children, and uh, and raised them. And you know he had some personal stuff. He was quite the ladies' man, and wasn't always faithful to his wife. But you know, apparently, by guys with big chins, she <laughs> she kind of. <laughs> She kind of looked the other way, I guess. But no, um, you know, if you like, if you're like me and you like those old documentary type stuff from some older movie stars, they'll catch my eye every once in a while, and then I, I start them, and then I can't stop watching it. So, Are you saying Conan reminded me? I wanted to bring this up like months ago, but there was a a great interview on Vulture.com with Conan O'Brien talking about how much. Late night TV and talk shows have changed since he started, because Conan is definitely a student of history. He loves mm-hmm. all you know Johnny Carson and Jack Parr and all you know, all the the classics. He he's he's made an effort to know you know what came right, before him, right. and uh, and it talked about you know the transition at NBC and some of the negative stuff that went on, and just a very candid, very funny interview. But my favorite part, he brings up. He said, you know, my favorite character in movies is Hans Gruber from Die Hard. Because here's a guy with a plan, and he has it down to the, you know, every inch of it figured out. And somebody comes and goes, uh, there's some kind of, like, super cop a couple floors above us who's stolen all our, you know, detonator caps and has killed a bunch of us. <laughs> and Han says, interesting, let's see how this plays out. Keep going according to plan. <laughs> and he says, that is every studio executive I've ever worked for. <laughs> Instead of saying, guys, let's get in the van, we're going back to Germany, they're just like... Well, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> so, like, he he watched these studio executives and the internet change everything in a very short period of time about television and viewership and ratings. And they just sat there like, well, we'll see how it plays out. I'm sure it'll be fine. We'll still figure that, you know, we'll still come out ahead in the end. And they haven't. And it's taken a long time for these shows to adjust to our new culture and the way we watch these shows. Because I'm sure there's very few of us who sit... And what you know, like Carson, every night you point right. the TV and watch it for an hour and fall asleep. Like it's like, oh, I saw a clip of that, or oh, Jimmy Fallon did a funny song. Like we just we we digest these shows very differently now. Yeah. And it and Conan has a very interesting perspective as being the elder statesman at the moment and knowing his history and where this all came from. So I yeah, I'll, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But a very interesting article for sure. Hmm. Big Brother. I'm still watching. Have the it. robots taken over? <laughs> no, they, they they're dropped, all robots. They now. dropped that like a hot potato. <laughs> I, I wanted them all to be changed to robots. <laughs> I was like, yes, let's have a house full of AI. Just all bumping into each yeah, other. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, no, they quit that after the first week. Terrible waste of, of a good robot. <laughs> no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, uh, I had claimed, let's see, I'm always behind whatever, whenever this comes out, but uh, the, the, I said that the crazy girl, Caitlin, my favorite, well, just to update you, that's still the case. She's still a great crazy girl. Now, do you watch this live or are you trying to, 
you try oh, to like always. avoid spoilers and you, you try to stay on it real I'm I'm up to date always yeah. yes because um, they always have, they have a few new episodes a week but I already know everything that's going to happen on the episode because I've seen the daily things you know they they show some every night on pop TV they have like three hours of live so you're always caught up um, but you just kind of get the highlights on the show anyway she's nuts and there's some there's one guy that actually really knows what he's doing named Tyler he's like I would never have guessed at the beginning of the season he's like a surfer dude but he he knows what the heck he's doing and he's manipulating people and he's using this crazy girl but she she's like such a wild card that he wishes she was not there because he cannot control how crazy she is. Anyway, it's a pretty good season because I'm enjoying it because it is all new people, and all new people means. Well, did the house just start up? I don't know. Oh, he banged it. Just, he just turned the key and started the house up. Uh, <laughs> drive away. Wang um, the microphone. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, it's a good season because yeah. there's all new people and and nobody is just running the house. I, I love that as a trope. Yeah, I, I just in anything in any show, just you think it's you know everybody is set and they know how this thing works and then let's just throw a bag of cats in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the bag of cats is named Caitlin. <laughs> she she's entirely insane. Thinks she is very uh, clairvoyant and knows she has visions. And people are, you know, I knew this was going to happen. And everybody's like, you're nuts. It's great. <laughs> so, great season, Big Brother. Oh, let's talk games. Oh. See how fast Cliff I, I wasn't ready. For, <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Challenge your imagination to come alive and to battle with the creatures of Dungeons and Dragons. 52. You shot my battleship. <laughs> It's Operation, the Wacky Doctor's Game, where you're the Wacky Doctor. Battery's not included. Are you ruined? My turn. Shall we play a game? Now, now I will say, when I had to... I love that drop. When I had to run back over to my house to get my notes, and uh, my kids were sitting in the living room, and uh, I said, they're like, oh, what are you doing? Where'd you go? And I said, well, I'm going back over to Seth to do the podcast. I, I... Cooper was sitting there. I said, oh, Nick Nick just pulled in. I said, he's over there playing video games if you want to go play video games. He's like, oh, okay. And uh, my da- all my daughter heard was Sess House Games. <laughs> she goes, board games? Are you playing games over there? So you made an impression that oh, one day, yeah. that one time she came uh, over here to play games. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I know how to snag them. Reel them in. Yeah, we're going to have to do another game night over here. That's a, um, yeah, I was just going to talk about like three different things. One, Gen Con is coming up two weeks from now. I will be, so when you got our normal podcast time, this is me letting you know, I will not be here. Jordan and I can't do this on our own. <laughs> no, you've run out of options here. Basically. We're going to have to call in the troops. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you guys are going to do in two weeks. But I, I'm off a lot of other nights around then if you want okay. to try to do it. But um, anyway, I will be in Indianapolis for Gen Con 51, our fourth year in a row going. Super excited to play a bunch of new games. 
I just, while we were recording, a couple of eBay auctions I had going where I was selling some games that I have not been playing so I can make money to buy new games. <laughs> it's great. They sold for more than I was expecting. I'm very excited to get some spending money and... Put a Kapow magnet in the shipping. Oh, I really <gasps> should. I really should. If I had any, I would. I, I can, I can <laughs> remedy that. Cool. Um... And then next week, I'm excited because we're doing a session of our RPG that my gaming group plays of Dragon Age, which is our chosen system from Green Ronin, and we haven't done it for a couple years, honestly. We stopped because one of our players joined the army, and he is getting out. Mm. So now it's time to continue the game. So we're super excited about next Sunday getting ready and I'm just I'm just excited about games. I wanted to do a gaming section, just say, I love games. Well that went fast. I <laughs> yeah. I remember when he left for the army yeah. Yeah. and the story. So Time flies when you're doing a podcast. You too, listeners have span we're spanning time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he, is, he knows exactly what to say. <laughs> so you just slip in those Buffalo sixty six references. That's all we need. Look like you like me. We're spending time. Uh, some new hero click sets came out, which mm. uh, which happens often, but two that really struck me: uh, a new uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles set, but they are all based on video games. So many of the pieces look. Almost pixelated, oh. like they're built as little cubes. So when you look at them, they look like an old eight-bit Nintendo oh, yeah, version. Cool. And all the foot soldiers and villains and things look like, you know, ones in yellow holding a, you know, a, a hammer or what, you know, whatever was yeah. from those old games. Or the guy with the dynamite up over his head <laughs> who would sneak in. So they and like the cards and abilities and things have like throw them at the screen or you know like that would be a power that you would use so right definitely so talking about those video games very recently it, it hit my nostalgia point and dc just put out a set uh, based on batman the animated series and that look that bruce tim design mm-hmm. translates so well to things like action figures and statues and even the tiny little hero clicks because they look really cool very minimalist design very sleek looking and they designed uh, many of the, you know, the heroes and villains from that show, and then a whole a Justice League squad from Batman, or Justice League Unlimited, mm-hmm. and a bunch of Batman Beyond characters they hadn't done before. But the chase pieces, which are the hard ones to find, are all the super friends. So super there, friends. there are twelve chases involved. That it's you know Aquaman and Batman and Robin, and Apache Batman. Chief, Apache Chief, oh, the first time gosh. ever in Hero Clicks. Apache Mental Chief, play? no, no, El Dorado. Now, yeah, see, now. that's because nobody ever knew what he <laughs> got to be. Gotta have what he wonder, was, his twins. card would just be blank. Like, right. what's his power? Oh, it's blank. Wonder Twins, know. though, right? Shape uh, of a woolly man. I don't think they are. Form of a bucket of water. No, they've done those before in previous versions, but not this. One. What? How could you have twelve and not have those? I need a full list. <laughs> I will dig. I don't know who that. they could possibly be. <laughs> they probably did Marvin the Wonder Dog instead of the Wonder Twins. Whatever. I'm looking it up. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Twelve. I watched the Super Friends, and that's the thing. The, the chases—they're usually like four or six. Yeah. And now they're getting like, oh, people are going to want these, so they they went a little overboard with twelve chases. I say they didn't go on board enough. 
<laughs> now I sent you pictures. Speaking of Ninja Turtles, I sent you guys a picture the other day. We were down at the Grand Central Mall in Parkersburg, West Virginia, me and and, and the kids. And uh, we always have to wander into uh, classic plastics, retro toy, whatever you want to call it, store. They have old toys from our childhood, and um, and video and stand up ar- arcade games. And they had the uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, the one we were talking about a couple episodes ago. They had all four as a four yes. person. Yeah. yeah. So Carly and I hopped on there. I was Michelangelo. She was Donatello, and we were. We were kicking some foot butt there for a little while. <laughs> foot butt is, is the name of the episode. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. Hmm. Okay, Chase DC Hero Clicks figures. And the Adam? The Aquaman. He's riding a seahorse, too. Oh. One of the giant pink seahorses. Oh, nice. my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah, I see. The, yeah, he sure is. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> it's, going for like, it's already up to, like, $31 Oh, right that's now. cheap. The chases are usually yeah, well, about 75 They probably just started that yeah. auction. Uh, Batman the Animated Series. Hawk Girl. Um, the Adam. Hmm. That's crazy. Apache Chief. You called it. Green Lantern. I do not see the Wonder Twins. I'm very upset. What are their names? Sam and Jaina. Jaina. And Gleek. Don't and Gleek. Gleek. Yeah. They're Space Monkey. That's right. Well, you know, guys, uh, we got a new listener recently who was a very old dear friend of mine. Oh, yeah. And I, she complimented us by saying, I enjoy the show even when it's stuff I don't care about. <laughs> Man, so, you and everybody else. So recording this <laughs> including episode, me. in the back of my head I'm thinking, is anything we're talking about, <laughs> would anyone care about this? But I know she'll care uh, about one job. One job forever? Look, I have one job on this lousy ship. It's stupid, but I'm going to do it, Okay. You talk. You had one job to do. So this one was a listener request. Thanks for tuning in, Tiffany, and thanks for commenting and kind of complimenting us. <laughs> so we'll take we'll it. Take it. <laughs> I'm not going to look at that kind of compliment. I'm just going to assume it was a great compliment. So she asked if we had ever done John Travolta. We haven't. And guess what? We're going to do it for you, Tiffany. Is that what you said, Tiffany? Because <laughs> we love we are, you. We are on it today. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm glad you like this section. I like it, too. I made it up. <laughs> she didn't say she liked it. She just said she wanted us to oh, talk about oh, John Travolta. She said it's the only thing she could salvage <laughs> of an episode. Well, great. I believe the term was zone out uh, mm. during certain segments. <laughs> Man, I love our fans. <laughs> My favorite podcast to zone out to. <laughs> listen to it while you're asleep. <laughs> download the download. <laughs> That's great. Well, let's go through some Travolta here. I love the pick. Uh, the boy in the plastic... <laughs> Bubble. <laughs> Is that what you're thinking of, Tiffany? Me too. Um, the mooks. 
Uh, let's see. What else did he do? Urban Cowboy. That's a good flick yeah. with Deborah mm-hmm. Winger. Uh, Domestic Disturbance. Ladder 49. Staying Alive. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a dancer. <laughs> Look who's talking yep. now and to and all of that. General's daughter. Basic. Wait, who was he? Was he? He what? was the dad. He was a, ca- he was a cab driver. He, yeah. Wasn't he? Yeah, he was the cab driver. Yeah. And then that becomes the love been, interest. Yeah, the love interest of Kirstie mm-hmm. Alley. Is ah, that, am okay. I that the right one? Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah it's been right. a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time, Tiffany. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing this for you. Uh, phenomenon. What's that? Kira Sedgwick in there, too. That's not bad. Um, Michael, he's an angel. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Primary Colors, he plays Bill Clintonish. Old Dogs. Be cool. Um, was he in Get Shorty? Yeah. Well, he was in, well, Be Cool's the sequel. Okay. He was in, he was in Get Shorty also. Um, Battlefield Earth, the Scientologist movie. Broken Arrow, Christian Slater. Uh, let's see. In the Valley of Violence. I'm not going to deny watch. I've seen Broken Arrow like five times. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Heck yeah. You know it. It's been years. I need to watch it again. Um, uh, the remake, a taking of Pelham 123, Swordfish. Yeah. That one. That was a, that's a good movie. Gratuitous Halle Berry. Yep. Um, Savages, Saturday Night Fever. I've almost had enough beers to sing that. I, I want the Punisher Gold Member. Um, Greece. That's got to be on somebody's yeah. list somewhere. Thin Red Line. Terrence Malick. Carrie, the Bow Friend. Face Off with Nicolas Cage. Switch of faces and everything. Come on, people. It's gonna take your face off. <laughs> um. Bolt, <laughs> go anime. Yep. There you yep. had to see that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, Let's not forget his uh, humble TV beginnings. I know. Do I need to sing it? <laughs> <laughs> I was just singing it to Michael. But uh, he, welcome back, Connor. Mm-hmm. Everybody remember? Does anybody remember that but me? Mr. Oh, Gata. I remember. Mr. Yeah. Gata. He's like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Vinny Barbarino. Oh, Vinny Mar- Vinny yeah, that was a Nick at Night classic. Oh, man. Up. I remember watching that like when it was on. <laughs> <laughs> Regular. Yeah. Great stuff. Of course, we haven't named a couple. Let's see. So is anyone a fan? Like an actual Travolta fan? Yeah. Tiffany. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes the following part, I have to say, difficult. I will say this. Because I am not a Travolta I will say this. Like, I have no idea what she is thinking here. Like, I kind of want to please Tiffany here because I almost don't care. Except he's in one of my favorite movies ever. Mm -hmm. And I really don't want that movie messed with. But Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's my pick. Because I think he's... Perfectly fine. He, you know, he's he, he doesn't stand out in anything he's into me. Well, for no apparent connection I can think of off the top of my head, he he's similar. <laughs> Wait till you put your drink down in case. Before I spit take This is as funny as I open. <laughs> but much like we were talking about Tom Cruise in a previous episode, who I'm sure they have no connection whatsoever. That 
<laughs> he He's also in Going Clear. He presents that same sort of phony outside, right? Yeah. Where any public appearance or even you know his. He's not a kind of actor who really disappears into his role. Mm. He's always John Travolta yeah. as this guy. Right. So it's sort of there's always a veneer of phoniness to me, yeah. especially in later years. I oh mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I I just have the same qualms I have when I see Tom Cruise. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, what do, what do you think, Cliff? Um, yeah, a couple I, things. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I want to hear it. <laughs> This is my favorite segment. Cliff too, has Tiffany. never picked a movie made after like 1982. So the he, fact he that Tiffany has over. picked the segment that I created, <laughs> she is my favorite fan. <laughs> we should call our. We should stop calling our fans Jesse. Yeah, they're yes. Tiff- they're the Jesse. girls are Tiffany's now. We thought we had the uh, the Jesse really nailed it because you get both yeah. sexes Gender. that way, both genders. We may you keep it up, Tiffany. <laughs> I still gonna, like Kapowski's. But. Oh, Kapowski's, yeah. We had a suggestion for that, yeah. Yeah. I like Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> Go on, Cliff. Two oh, things. Oh, yes, Two thoughts yes. on John Travolta. Um, immediately, I thought Grease. Yeah, yeah. That's a classic movie. I think that's, you know, about as Travolta as yeah, it well, gets. I, I, I don't <laughs> see... Peak, peak okay, Travolta. I will, Travolta. I will say this. I, I don't... I cannot see where I will ever the subject ever is going to come up again. <laughs> so I'm going to say that when Greece came out, let's look. Let's look. Let's look. When did Greece come out? Seventy. It's got to be late seventies. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. Seventy eight. Man, you're good. good. Um, you're on that computer. <laughs> I am. Not. I'm just kidding. Uh, Seventy eight. Yes, it came out. Olivia Newton John. Mm-hmm. I was a child of the 70s, a young child of the 70s, uh, but we had the Grease album. I still have our copy of the Grease album <laughs> in there in my vinyl. Um, and I had I had created my own dance to Grease Lightning. <laughs> oh, patriotic content. Here we go. Yeah, there's no video of it, but I, and I don't remember it. How We're going to make some. How to do it, but, but yes, my sister, my older sister will vouch for it. Me having a Grease Lightning dance. And I remember my parents going to see Grease and leaving us alone at home. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but just dancing right alone. Just dancing. Crying. Yeah, wishing. <laughs> oh, Grease Lightning. That's why he had to make up his own, his own dance. That's right. Right. <laughs> he didn't know what it really was. And I'll have you know that in the pictures I posted to uh, our page a couple weeks ago of my movie cars, there is the Grease Lightning vehicle mm-hmm. in... My movie car case. Grease Lightning. So, yeah. Yeah, that was um, immediately, uh, every time I think of Grease, I think of my wedding, my wedding reception. And my oldest cousin uh, had come up from Jacksonville, Florida. And we, this, you know, we've been married 18 years now. To your cousin? No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Alicia's gonna, it's gonna be news to her. Surprise. He'd come up. For a wedding, and at the wedding reception, uh, he broke out the whole—I mean, move for move—the whole. Oh my god! Choreography my of hero. Grease Lightning. And we still tease him about it all every time we get together. <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, yeah, I—I I, I mean, Vinny, Vinny Barbarino <laughs> is. He's doing full Welcome Back, Cotter. <laughs> like, uh, it, if you think. 
what John Travolta is probably really like, I almost thought Vinny Barbarino. And the only thing that really... <laughs> main. The I only mean, way you could Travolta it up a little bit more would probably would have been Grease. Yeah. Well, I have a couple. I, I'm narrowed down to two choices, I'll go and say right now. One, my I first instinct is Pulp Fiction, Vincent Vega, because right. that is one of my absolute <laughs> favorite movies ever. And I don't like my movies messed with, you know, so I think he he did his part exactly the way it needed to be done. He didn't do anything outstanding, but so I'm not like tied to it, but I I love the movie. Right. My other pick is I don't know what year, very early eighties, set in Philadelphia, called Blowout. Um great movie. I ne- I never watched until about a year ago. Uh, it's Brian De Palma early movie, and it's he's a sound editor, and he records a accident that takes place, and it, it's just used a lot of sound editing. It's got um, it's the, I, Cl- the Cliff Barnes. Yeah, I can relate to that. John Lithgow <laughs> is the bad guy in it, and it's just a really yeah. good. It's a pulpy movie. And a really good early days movie. I just remember them smoking in the hospital. It really stuck out to me. Like back then you could just smoke in a hospital. And nobody cared. Um, anyway, it's but, a good movie. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a very, very Tra- good movie. So. Travolta is a weird, th- a weird subject for me. Because I remember as a younger child... Tiffany, was, we were doing a full yes. breakdown. This is Travolta. You wanted Travolta, you're in Travolta. Yeah. I remember... Um, Greece, mm-hmm. and I don't remember John Travolta in anything else until Look Who's Talking came about. <laughs> right, and that was like his first comeback movie, I think. Like, oh, John Travolta's back, and with this little weird baby child. And then I remember, baby I don't, child is yeah, Bruce Willis. right? It was Bruce Willis, and then I don't remember him in anything until I got a little older. And Pulp Fiction hit when I was in high school. 1994. And uh, it was like, John Travolta's back again! So those are my, immediately those are my three that I I would have to pick from them. So no one has a a Saturday Night Fever affinity? Is that a big thing for anybody? I mean, that's that's definitely a cult movie. Um, Again, Grease, I'm not a huge fan of it, but Maybe. I would never argue with anyone who picked it. Yeah, I like that, to dance to it, but that's about it. <laughs> that could be, you know, you think John Travolta is probably the first thing that comes to mind. Right. And I love some of the cheesy, like Face Off or Broken Arrow. Like he had a string of yeah. those that are yeah. just fun. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not too proud to admit I, I enjoy those movies. Also, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely oh, yeah. had a VHS copy yeah, yeah. of Face Off. <laughs> oh yeah, right. In fact, I've been dis- I, I mentioned this before. I've been disappointed on the reg. With this new face-off show, because I keep thinking I'm going to get to tape face-off and watch it, and it's just that show you were talking about. <laughs> and I agree with everything you said about Pulp Fiction. My only problem there is, as great a movie as it is, he is probably the weakest link in it. Um, I don't like his performance in that movie. Oh, okay. It's almost too... I mean, I know he's supposed to be kind of the... Well, just go with the flow, man. Right, like, yeah. you know, he, he's not the take charge type, but he just, he just seems to be sleepwalking through it. Yeah. And I just, I've never connected with his Sleep performance. Sleep dancing. <laughs> yeah. 
Has he been in anything that they didn't make him dance? Probably not. I guess. Um, so, and again, <laughs> nothing I, of importance. Yeah. <laughs> again, I would want to vote for Pulp Fiction, but there are probably 15 other actors we would have a chance yeah. to keep Pulp oh, Fiction alive. Yeah, no time. doubt. No doubt. So, I, um, so I'm leaning toward Get Shorty. Wow. Because I love Elmore Leonard. I, I, I've loved every one of his books. And to me, that's Travolta's best performance. As the he's Chili Palmer, the, he's mm. like a mob enforcer who gets sucked into Hollywood and becomes a producer and uses them. So it's kind of a, a parody on Hollywood, and you know the mob tactics that he uses work equally well in Hollywood. So has a great cast and is just a really a fun movie. And I said it's probably my favorite performance, but it's not the iconic roles of some of these other ones. So. I don't have a clear front runner, front runner, but any of those three, Get Shorty, Grease, or Pulp Fiction, I would be more than happy as a, as a choice. What are your thoughts, Clint? I th- I'm really leaning towards Grease. Wow. I think it's the John Tra- Travolta role. And Tiffany really likes it. Oh, does she? <laughs> if that's <laughs> Well, what I was going to, I was starting to feel like we were going to have votes. Yeah. And I was going to let her break the tie, but it feels like it's going to be grease if we do. If you if you think that I my like I said mine would mine would have to be Blowout or Pulp Fiction. I don't think I could go to anything else. I really love both of those movies. Uh, I love like you said I love Pulp Fiction more, but not because of him. Um, I think my pick is officially going to be Blowout. So we got a we got a Blowout. So mine is officially Grease. Okay, then, so then we... Breaking the embargo. There we go. So then, officially... Let it be known. Pumping some grease lightning, because John Travolta, his only role... (laughs) Thank God. Ever, (laughs) is Danny Zuko. Summer dreams... Great. We did, did it. Did you have something lined up? No. Well, you're sitting there with your finger on the mouse. Oh. I thought you were ready to pounce. I'm just, just ready all the it's time. It's pumped in. You don't hear that? Oh, I hear it. Oh, I'm doing a hand job, you guys. Oh, well, look at your hand job. Hand job. Heck, that was on my, that's on that freaking album. You know it. It was Summer Nights, man. Oh, yes. Hey, I love the picks. I, I have a request. If, I have a request for you, Tiffany. Are you listening? <laughs> I want you to give us some uh, lady picks. You got a lady pick? Because we, I always gravitate towards these guy actors. I will do it over and over and over. But I want, I want to hear some, uh, some female picks. We're going to do a female pick in our next episode here. And it doesn't have to be an actor. We, nope. you know, no, a female right. anything. Author. Favorite comedian. Yeah. Favorite writer. Favorite. Astronaut. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Whatever. Supreme Court justice. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> right. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> my, 
Man, I can't wait to say all the thing Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Was. <laughs> anyway, we're really uh, spreading our wings yeah. here. Give us something. We will judge it and put it in the annals of Kapow history. So we did it, guys. One job. Boom. Danny Zuko, Greece. Nice. John Travolta. I feel good about it. Whoa, you guys. <laughs> What's good podcast over here? <laughs> I'm a little too Christian for one. <laughs> oh, I'm it. Yeah. Uh, All right. Is this episode called Football? <laughs> yes. Or but. Zoning Out? <laughs> oh, it's Butt Butt. <laughs> Kapow, the Pop Culture Podcast number 112. To zone out to. Uh, all right. Well, let's wrap it up. That was professional. That yeah. was. That was You're tight here, as folks. a drum, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm proud of what we did. Uh, I think we finished strong, actually. <laughs> like, it, well, I, I swear we can always count on one job to save us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one started off rough, but <laughs> it's going to end. We the brought same it way. around. So. As always. I am Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. And I'm the author of a story you should look up on Facebook. Seth, bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. I, I, I was telling him before you got here, I love... The freaking when you beep out Michael's. Oh, in the beginning. <laughs> so good. You should do a different sound. Do like a moo. <laughs> Just do <a> different <laughs> every week. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Or the Indiana Jones whip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. That's good.